0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the FACE podcast. In this episode, uh, I had a conversation with Noemi Cattel and uh, together we discussed the uh, aspects of her work, her uh, beginnings in design, and all the usual things that we usually discuss when we have a guest. Uh, before getting to that, uh, I want to thank all of those of you who uh, constantly um, listen to our episodes um we appreciate that a lot uh, also those who leave comments or feedback are greatly uh, appreciated also as a reminder um i want to tell you that our podcast is as usual available over at google podcasts apple podcasts and uh, spotify these are the platforms where you're gonna find uh, our podcast uh, at the moment having said that i'll just leave you to the conversation i had with Naomi and uh, enjoy Hi Noemi and uh, welcome to Face Podcast
1: Hi Marco. thanks for having me today
0: um, So to start off the, 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 the chat uh, please tell us a bit about yourself
1: uh, yeah, sure. So my name is Noemi. I'm a French uh, product designer uh, based in Normandy in the north of France. Uh, and I'm currently working as a senior product designer uh, at Algolia. Um, I'm also a freelancer and a design teacher.
0: Okay, very nice. I thought that you were uh, based in Paris but obviously that's not true anymore <laughs> so you're in Normandia. So yeah
1: it, it, yeah, it, it, it was true uh, for uh, several years uh, but uh, thanks to the thanks if we need might say so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the pandemic, I had the opportunity to to switch to a full remote position. So um, I just uh, left to get back to my hometown.
0: Okay, good. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get back to that a little bit more in detail yeah. uh, later. Uh, but now let's go back to the very beginning, actually. So what I'm curious to know, and what I hope our listeners are curious to know as well, is... If you remember your uh, first ever contact with, uh, with design, you know, the one that uh, really caused that sparkle in you.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely, for, for sure. I remember. Um, so it was back when I was uh, around 11 or 12 years old. Uh, I got my very first computer, like not the, the the one of my family, the one I had in my room, mm-hmm. my my own one, and um, I was starting to work on some kind of blog or like website with a friend of mine i don't really remember what was the initial project and of course uh we needed like images such as you know banners for the website uh like illustrations stuff like that and i started to to discover some you know like chat rooms and forums about design uh of course uh, back then everybody, like all the people, they were like my age and, uh, it was only, you know, amateur level. Uh, and I remember that I, I cracked Photoshop. That's not uh, a good thing to do, but, uh, it's what I, what I did. And, um, and yeah, and, and I started to, to create like, uh, banners and, uh, profile pictures and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, I guess I never stopped. Uh, I really fell in love with, Graphic design and uh, visual creation overall, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, as soon as I was like uh, maybe twelve or thirteen, I knew I wanted to be a, a designer.
0: Yeah, interesting. Also, because that's uh, that's also like a pretty early age to start, you know, uh, messing around yeah. with uh, <laughs> with website creation for you know banners, etc. But I have to say that uh, that's also similar for me. Actually, like I started also, you know. Uh, messing around in Photoshop a bit in the beginning and then eventually you know, one thing leads to another it. Yeah. <laughs> um the other thing I want to ask you now is um, if there was something really particular about design uh, that uh, you know really connected you with it was like a specific uh, feature of design or anything that really you know caught your interest
1: mm. I think that um, when I first started, when I was a kid, uh, it was the, how to say that, you, you know, the ease of creating something mm-hmm. visual. I, I've always been interested in art, but let's be fair, I've never been really, you know, good at it. Like, I can draw a little bit but I'm not like a kick-ass illustrator and um it's always frustrating when you you know you take a sheet of paper and a pencil and you try to to draw things and yeah obviously it's not it's not great um and yeah I guess with graphic design at the very beginning it was different because computer was making it way more simple and I really had the feeling that I had no uh, limitations in and no technical boundaries because thanks to softwares, I was able to do anything. It just required some time, you know, to learn how to use the the software. So of course uh, it's, it's not true because uh, good design actually requires uh, talent too, but at least it gave me a sensation that I had no limitation and I was able to do whatever I wanted to. Uh, and then a little bit later, uh, when I started to, you know, uh, professionalize myself, when I started to to freelance during university mainly, um, I really got the fact that design has huge... Or at least is able to have a huge impact on population, on on users, on people. Whether you're designing for uh, print supports or you're designing for digital products, I really realized the impact that our work that what we produce can have on people, and I yeah it just reinforced so much um the, the passion i had for design and this is so, something i yeah that that t- took me time to to actually realize
0: yeah i feel you a hundred percent there especially uh the first part of the of your answer because it's uh, exactly how i felt as well about it you know you you would first start to um try and and try and express yourself or create something on paper but then yeah. realize that you're kind of limited because well, your talent is not like uh, limitless, just like, you know, un- unlike what you can do on, let's say, um, a, di- a, 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 um, a photo altering uh, program or, you know, um, design creation. Absolutely. Program. So I absolutely feel it there. Um, so let's get back now to your more of a more of a um, present uh, question. So you're a, you're a senior uh, product designer, you mentioned already. And uh, as many people in uh, in our Face community are also either aspiring product designers or are just starting their journey, uh, can you tell us more about uh, your what are your day-to-day tasks as a, as a senior product designer?
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, so I'm working for Algoya, yeah? which is. Um, starting to be a big company now because we are a little bit more than uh, 400 employees so uh, it's uh, like we, we're growing quite oh, fast that's, that's um, yeah. mm. we are uh, we are currently only 5 uh, product designers and um, we are uh, hiring regularly by the way so if uh, anyone here is interested <laughs> uh, but anyway we have uh, several squads uh, and my current squad is called new user experience. So basically, I'm collaborating with a product manager and our mission is to ensure that newcomers, new users are finding their way in Algoia products and are going to become autonomous and satisfied users. So I'm working mainly on everything related to onboarding uh, overall, in a very, very wide way, and uh, learning uh, how do we uh, get people to use the product and to actually know it and know the, the vocabulary, the lexicon, the features. Um, this is what I'm working on now. About my daily tasks, uh, well, it's it's very Various, I'd say. Uh, For sure, I do a lot of user research uh, because Algolia is a very specific product. Uh, It's a um, B2B product dedicated mainly but not only to, to developers, so we are working for a very specific population. And of course, this requires uh, a lot of user research. So I spend a lot of time uh, each uh, each month and uh, even each week sometimes to have uh, user interviews or to organize, um, you know, like uh, baselining test mm. sessions with developers. I try to to hire um, on the web. Um, of course, I also um, design uh, in the, the the sense that I produce. Things so um, I wireframe a lot. I produce a lot of concepts and mockups in order to be, you know, tested and improved. Um, I produce prototypes uh, for sure, and uh, I, I also have uh, another, more secondary, at least for the moment, mission. Uh, is that uh, I'm taking care of um, product design ops uh, tasks with my boss, Craig. Um, So I'm currently, you know, working on kind of, uh, um, how to say that, uh philosophical (laughs) questions uh such as okay what are actually the tasks that product designers are supposed to support in an organization what is the Mm -hmm. difference uh in the end between a product manager and a product designer uh what are our rituals um why are they what they are today how can we improve them um all this kind of stuff anything that can you know, improve the life of designers at Algolia and help them really thrive uh, into the work environment.
0: Very nice. So it's quite a well-rounded position, and certainly you don't get boring. You don't get bored at uh, at, this, yeah. at this job. There's there seems like there's uh, quite a lot and quite varied uh, tasks for you. So I guess that's uh, in my perspective that's all, always the the best the best kind of um, uh, job to have when it, when you have like different different things to uh, to take care of different points of views to consider and and so on so
1: yeah absolutely and uh, Algolia is really having an hyper growth at the moment so we are regularly uh, launching new products so we always have plenty of new stuff to study and to work on it's not just about you know iterating and improving mm-hmm. on current features of course it's it's a big part of the job but there are so many new things to to discover uh every every quarter that's uh, that's awesome
0: i see i see and uh, i guess the next question will already have been uh, answered partly because you said that uh, in, in in part due to the pandemic you've relocated uh to your uh, i guess your hometown is it yeah that's it <laughs> okay in normandy and but the 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 question is if uh, if you know the the pandemic has had any significant um, impact on uh, on your job or even your life you know other than other than making you uh, move back to, um, to to your hometown.
1: yeah so I, I'm lucky enough to say that on my side the impact was only positive. Uh, it, it seems weird, right, to, to say that when we are talking about like a pandemic, mm, but, but, but we also that, have to learn to you know <laughs> to see the yeah, good. A in a lot of people. This, would say I the, guess,
0: the same actually. A, a lot of people. Yeah. Like that, like, <laughs> Positive experience, but yeah, sorry, I continue.
1: Absolutely, and um, no. So, just uh, as an information, uh, it's not the first time that I'm a remote worker. Um, previously, I worked in a ride-sharing uh, app company based in Paris, and I was already remote in the sense that we had almost no rules, and we were allowed to show up to the office just whenever we wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, we were able to, to travel a lot. Um, so I was already used to, you know, not being at the office and not uh, being collaborating uh, on a day-to-day basis phys- physically with my workmates. I was already used to that. Um, at Algolia, it has been different because at the beginning, they didn't have any remote policy, not that they were against remote work, but just it wasn't, you know, in the in the company's culture, let's say. Yeah. So I was hired as uh, a Paris-based employee. And uh, that's funny, I don't know, but actually in France, the very first lockdown started the Monday morning. Where I was calling at Algolia, (laughs) so (laughs) this was kind of complicated. Like the the very beginning Mm -hmm. of my experience was so confused because I didn't have any laptop, any information, anything, and I couldn't go to the office. So (laughs) that was funny. That is Uh, funny. And and anyway, things um, things you know found their their way pretty pretty naturally. Uh, So. Yeah, again, I'm happy enough to to say that uh, it hasn't been complicated uh, for me. Things went uh, pretty well. I know that for my team, it was different because they were used, you know, to gather every day to have lunch together to go to the office. Um, So I guess we we kind of, you know, created new rituals, like trying to have a Zoom coffee in the morning, stuff like that. And uh, and it it went well.
0: Very nice. I mean, it's nice that it turned out uh, well in the end, even though, you know, despite there was like uh, some some uncertainties uh, due to the pandemic. And regarding what you said earlier, you know, that uh, uh, your company, for instance, didn't really have like, let's say, uh, a proper uh, rule or um, a standard regarding uh, remote work. I found that a lot, actually. It seems like uh, a lot of companies we not really prepared for it but allowed for it uh, you know occasionally but it seems like yeah the, the 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 lockdowns really sped up this process and led many companies to introduce you know a proper remote work uh, policy that can yeah. be uh, followed you know a pattern that can be followed from from now onwards i mean otherwise uh, even because otherwise they couldn't really uh, do uh, without it so i guess it's yeah, um, necessary in the first place and um, um, I guess even though you're not uh, based in Paris anymore, we can still talk about the uh, the scene, so the design scene in Paris, of course. and uh, we actually talked about the design scene in Paris in one of our uh, Design Ecosystem articles on Face magazine quite a long time ago, actually uh, It's it's, b- it's before I even uh, came on as the, as the magazine uh, editor so yeah. perhaps you can tell us something about the the newest developments, I mean the recent developments. that don't have to be like extremely new in the in the in the design scene in Paris that uh, uh, maybe you know of. Yeah. Um,
1: so what can I say? Uh, the 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 four last years uh, in Paris as a designer were really um, awesome because it's super easy we really have a great uh, scene especially of uh, French startups working super well Uh, we really have a great ecosystem and it's super easy to meet people that are going to introduce to you other people whether it's uh, designers or product managers so um, it's, it's really an exciting environment to to work in. You're meeting new people all the time. You're learning about um, technologies and companies and uh, you're participating in conferences. So that's really great. You can follow the evolution of, oh, I saw this guy like six months ago or one year ago Mm -hmm. in a conference. Uh, Let's see what his company or what his position is becoming. And it's really fit. Felt like everybody was, you know, learning from okay. each other, so it, it was great. Uh, with the pandemic, uh, everything stopped brutally, and uh, unfortunately, I thought uh, because you know most of us, most of the designers, we now work for uh, digital products. I mean, let's uh, let's face the truth. Mm-hmm. So I kind of thought, you know, that we were going to adapt pretty quickly, but, uh, it wasn't really the case. So, um, I really felt like everybody lost contact. Uh, and to be honest, uh, it's just starting to get back to normal, like, uh, companies are are starting to organize conferences online for uh yeah maybe six months or or something like that uh we are starting to to see people organizing like uh, you know zoom beers uh stuff like that between designers but it's it's not um yeah it's pretty new like way way less than uh, than a year so um, I really thought we were going to adapt pretty easily and in the end it, it wasn't um, the case okay. so uh,
0: <laughs> so it seems like yeah the, the scene didn't really adapt very didn't respond as quickly to the to the changes from, yeah. the, from the way that you're saying but overall <laughs> would you say that um, there's a, like a pretty compact uh, I mean that's the feeling I got from the initial part of the answer so the the, the, the design scene or anyway the, the, the designers in France are form a pretty compact uh, group despite the size of the of the city right I mean it's a pretty tight tight community no
1: Yeah I would say so uh, now I would also say that uh, the community would benefit from uh, you know being a little more... Uh, open-minded, minded mm-hmm. in the sense that, as I mentioned, we are, we were, and we are mainly meeting with people from startups, companies, and uh, it's it's a shame because uh, you can also find great ux designers or product designers or um you know people with a lot of experience just that they don't define themselves as uh product designers and they are working in more traditional companies than uh you know very young startups and these people um yeah i don't know they are not in the in the loop you know of yeah. all these conferences and meetings and all and um yeah i would say it's a little bit sad because in the end, you are quite often meeting with the same people, which is great because you create an actual community and, and a very united group. Right, yeah. But at the same time, you're like, hey, I'm in Paris, right? I should be meeting so many more people than that and so many various profiles and it's not always the case. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, everybody is united. The, the group is, is strong. The, the scene is strong. Uh, but yeah, I think we could be even more open-minded awesome. and, you know, trying to seek for, yeah, profiles just different than ours to to invite and to to, to chat with and to eventually
0: collaborate with. It makes a lot of sense, yeah. And it seems like yeah, it's uh, it's, it's compact, but there's a few lone lo- lone wolves here and there that don't really like. That's uh, it. <laughs> they don't really like uh, try and participate to, to things and try to make the community. A bit larger, yeah. So, well, that was actually the last real question. But uh, before we end this episode, I would like to ask you one last thing. And this is something of a trademark question, let's say, for our podcast and for our company as a whole. And it is uh, what makes you enjoy being creative?
1: (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, that's the that's a tough one <laughs> what uh makes me enjoy being creative uh i guess it's all about uh the impact of creation on you know mental health mm. and how you feel um th- th- there is so many way of being creative uh because for me it's of course uh design and product design like my my professional practice uh but on the side uh, i also enjoy for instance uh sewing you know i i build some clothes and accessories and stuff like that so you have multiple and multiple ways of being creative but you always you will always get back to this feeling of hey I did that, and that's great. Maybe it's not perfect. Maybe it could be better, but uh, I really enjoyed the process, and it made me feel great. Yeah, it's absolutely um, rewarding.
0: I, rewarding anyway, even though the yeah, despite the uh, the, the result. I, I know what you mean. Yeah,
1: that's it. Yeah, and for me, it's really. But uh, I am always seeking this feeling of. Hey, I'm proud of what I've done. Like it took me some time, it took me to to some, you know, investments, uh, and uh, yeah, and it makes you feel good. At least it makes me feel good.
0: Absolutely, I feel the same way. And uh, well, having said that, um, thanks a lot, Noemi, for the, the yeah, insights thanks. that you provided, and uh, you know, for taking the time as well to uh, to come on the on the podcast and having this chat today.
1: Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. It was great, and uh, I'm really, really looking forward to uh, your next episodes. I uh, I usually uh, uh, listen to them so uh, That's oh, okay. uh, that's great. I, I You're doing a great that.
0: job. I'm <laughs> glad you do. Yeah. So yeah. Once again, thanks a lot.
1: Thanks. Have a great day.
0: Well, I hope you enjoyed uh, this conversation I had with uh, Noemi Cattel. Uh, I for one enjoyed uh, having that and uh, I also think she gave us a lot of insight into what it means uh, being a designer these days uh, in France. So uh, I hope you listen to the next episode we'll release and until then take care and bye bye.